It's not a drink. It's forgot sweet. to mention we had to snort this one. We're not- going to be seeing leprechauns and rainbows if we had a snort. Welcome to the Shaken Not Scared Podcast. Here with you as always, your host, Eric and Bibi. Today we're going to be talking about the 1993 film Leprechaun, directed by Mark Jones. But before we get into that, how are you, Bibi? I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Can't, really? I'm tired of it already. But I watched it three times, so that's not anyone's fault. <laughs> three times or twice? Three. I watched it the second time with you when we had to rewind like 30 Oh, minutes. that's true. <laughs> it's not a movie that requires that many watches no yeah and i don't mean that as in i hate it it's just okay that's that's enough you know <laughs> we'll discuss yeah other than that i'm having way too much fun planning your dirty nerdy 30 it's very dirty it's very nerdy it hasn't been very dirty i mean did the cocktails count as dirty i mean if the cock like and cocktail oh, is emphasized <laughs> no we're not doing that i it's hope it... like a bachelorette party but a birthday party and nerdy completely different theme <laughs> i hope i can pull it off and do everything i said out to do and not just panic last minute it's gonna be great i'm excited i'm excited y'all but what else you get is that it yeah how are you i'm okay also getting ready for my 30th birthday but also excited to leave this place we've gone to way more open houses i don't know if we've mentioned on the show yet we're starting to look but it's serious now okay it's serious it's getting real we went and saw a bunch of houses yesterday that i can't wait to not put offers in (laughs) because we're not yeah i do think that's upstairs I don't know. It's like, sounds like hard floor. It does. It sounds like someone's hammering. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll see if anything's broken when we get out of here. Yeah. I only want positive vibes because I'm afraid it's going to be a lengthy process and we really just want to get out of here. Hey, if it's lengthy, it's going to be because we're trying to get exactly what we want and I'm all for that because it's a lot of fucking money it's a lot to think about which is exactly what is talked about in this movie jd has a reason for buying this house and it's because he got it for a deal and i'm gonna find someone who's like hey someone died here you've mentioned it quite a lot on the show that you don't give a fuck if it's haunted no you're moving in if anything it's roommates hey so give me the skinny were people who lived here fucked up what did they do to the house what do i have to fix Can you i mean tell clearly me, they were fucked up someone's murdered in that house okay but are the pipes okay that's all you care Am I gonna about have to deal with some leaks <laughs> is the house cold in the winter or just when you pass through us <laughs> that's what i want to know you're gonna pull out a ouija board and ask all these questions <laughs> yeah, the real I didn't open be like, house. what sir the house isn't even haunted why are you doing this <laughs> so what do you have for creepy content i finally got around to seeing raw which i've heard nothing but positive things about and did it line up yeah i really enjoyed it I might want to cover it on an episode just because it's kind of wild and I think you should watch it too. I want to know what you mean by wild because sometimes you're like wild is and it's fun and crazy and then wild is like one person did this one thing and that was wild. It was more like the entire time I was like, okay, why is this happening to this character? What's going on? And it's not what I expected. I thought it was just going to be like a cannibal story and it turns out to be something else. Oh, that's right. You said it's about this young girl who decides to eat meat after being vegan for a long time. Yeah. So it turns out this girl is going to veterinary school and she's been vegan vegetarian her whole life like her whole family doesn't eat meat and then she goes to school and as like a hazing process they force her to eat like a gross piece of meat and then from there she just like can't stop eating and eating and eating until it eventually spoiler if you haven't seen it gets into like cannibalism oh geez yeah that's one way to it's one way to do it get into eating meat again i guess moral of the story is don't go vegan and then go back to meat no right stick to being vegan apparently yeah but what did you watch so i've got a couple things just got my walking dead comics in the mail i've been talking about doing the walking dead episodes on youtube probably but i'm gonna also try to do the comics so that when i'm talking about the show i can talk about the comics and probably do like separate comic ones so stay tuned for that i know i've been talking about it for months so just bear with me okay things are busy one day but yeah i got those i'm excited for it because i haven't actually read them i just would do like the skim that everybody would do we also watched predator and alien versus predator in preparation for being on the would you die podcast with austin torres we had a good time it was last week i think he's gonna post it sometime soon we'll probably share it once it comes out but it was a good time i remember predator being a little different still love it though i love arnold i had not seen alien versus predator predator at all didn't even know what to expect predator is fun but i like always had an issue with how things don't age well yeah i can't wait to watch avp2 with you because it seems ridiculous if you've seen avp as a listener but haven't seen avp2 it was crazy to explain to vivi this first one is pretty legit they're like scientists going to antarctica that bring up the story behind predator and the xenomorphs but avp2 is in a high school and she's like what <laughs> why would it be in a high school 
it's Predator. He's going to be a freshman. Xenomorphs are the seniors picking on the freshmen. Oh, dear God. That's what it's about. When you told me it was in a high school, I thought you were lying. I exaggerate because I make it sound like the entire movie's in a high school. Yeah, are they running through the halls away from... Okay, I might even be wrong. I haven't seen ABB2 in a long time, but I remember the ending at least being in the high school. I think that's where they have their standoff. Something happens on the roof and it's like the tallest building in the whole town because it's small. Do you oh, know what God. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Teenagers get killed. Really has nothing to do with like any of the main characters. It suddenly became a teen slasher yes. out of nowhere. Gotcha. Yes. Weird. I don't but think I want any. I can't wait to watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember liking it. Anyway, that's all I got. Well, since we're covering Leprechaun, this is coming out before St. Patrick's Day? A week before to give everyone some time to digest it. Yeah. So Vivi came up with a drink for today. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah. So do you like shamrock shakes? I never was somebody who would be like, oh my God, McDonald's has shamrock shakes now. Me either. So I made a shamrock shake. <laughs> Clearly with the people who should be making this. We'll appreciate it. I actually looked up a recipe to do like a DIY one and I hated it. So I scrapped it. Instead, I went with mint ice cream, milk to make the shake, milk of any kind. Obviously, if you're not tolerant of dairy or over the age of 30 and can't have milk, use any type of milk that you like. I just went with the classic Jameson because it's actually featured in this film. Yeah. Mr. O'Grady chugs the whole bottle as he exits his limo. <laughs> Stereotypical? Yes. But we used it. Garnish like a typical shake, whipped cream, cherry, and for fun, we threw some Lucky Charms on top of it. I named it though, even though I didn't have anything to do with making it. I called it Leprechauns and Rainbows because there's a part where Ozzy's like, Leprechauns and Rainbows? It sounds like it's straight out of Lucky Charms commercial. And we we were talking about like, should we go get a bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows? I don't know if our local jewel has one, but we'll just pick out all the rainbow. The old fashioned way. Do you want to try it? Yeah. It smells minty. Are we sipping a lot because we don't know how we feel about it? No, I just really like minty drinks. I'm like a mint chocolate chip person. Which is what this is. I'm just like, I could drink like, this. Like, ooh, a shake. Steadily. Like if there was an unlimited amount here. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, what would you rate it? I give it a 4.5. But again, I like really minty stuff. What about you? I'm surprised by how much I like it because the typical shamrock shakes, I'm like, eh, this is vanilla ice cream with some green dye. But this is actually mint chocolate chips. And you don't taste the Jameson like heavily. No. It's pretty well hidden. I will give it a 3.5 out of 5. Wow. It's also dairy, so gotta be careful. Oh, that's true. You've been having a rough day. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> so sip on this while you hear us talk about something that we got a couple weeks ago we've actually been stalling because we've been trying to put them together with some movies but a couple weeks back we mentioned on the socials that bonehouse brewing sent us some beers to try and they all have really really cool art i like it a lot so the one for today is called the red wraith irish red ipa it says episode one on the can it says a local mystic recommended i consult his talking board to find clues to the lost mine or to my lost uncle I agreed and was met with a ghastly surprise. Upon testing the spirit world, a ghost-like woman, a red wraith, emerged from the glass. She was dressed in Irish garb and knew of a wealthy yet evil clan that had mistreated her. They spoke of a mine they would soon take over from another man. The can has the red-haired wraith that they're talking about in that little snippet. I'm hoping that each can has something like this because that's kind of cool. That's really cool. And she's got a Ouija board with a green planchette. And there's a guy in the background with a gun cowering for his life. Love that. Let's crack it open. Yeah. How strong is it? I don't think it says. Yeah, I don't think it says. Well, good luck. Us, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I'm also thinking, I've never heard of an Irish IPA. Neither have I. I was thinking the same thing. I don't know what makes it different. It says Irish red. So like I've heard red IPAs mm -hmm. and like red ales, but not Irish red IPA. I actually like it. I don't usually like red ales. And this being an IPA, I can taste, if I'm understanding it correctly, how it's like a red IPA, where red ales are a little closer to the sour side. It tastes like an IPA with a little bit of a sour hint. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I give it a four. I would drink this. What about you? No, just kidding. No. I feel like I've been trying to taste a lot of it because we just had a really sweet drink and now I'm just trying to get the taste of the beer. Hold on. Okay. Actually, you described it pretty well. So now I'm trying to find a way for me to describe it. But what Eric said, it's pretty good. I would definitely order more of these. I think I'm also going to go with a four out of five. Sweet. Thank you so much again, Bonehouse, for sending this our way. You can expect to hear more of these reviews throughout the rest of this year. More of these groundbreaking, just peak excellence reviews. It's an IPA. It tastes kind of red, and I think it's Irish. <laughs> Amazing. Ooh, clearly we liked it. So cheers. Try this shamrock shake. Ripoff. Called Leprechauns and Rainbows. If you have access to Bonehouse Brewing, get yourself a Red Wraith pretty good it is are you ready for some fun facts okay leprechaun apparently was based off of a comic from the 1930s that was based around a leprechaun named daniel gray 
Brady, who was trying to steal gold coins from a bunch of goblins. It was an eight-page comic, so it's kind of cool because I think it plays homage by Mr. O'Grady being named Daniel O'Grady. Then effectively murdering him. Right. A Lucky Charms commercial inspired director Mark Jones to make a horror film with a character that everyone thought was friendly. However, it was Warwick Davis's idea to add some campiness to the film, resulting in it being more of a horror comedy. Oh, yeah. they wanted to go the more bloody gory route yeah and i think they ended up adding more gore because the production company trimark was like add a little more goriness because we want adult audiences to not find this so campy it's like a child movie and i would say they failed yeah because the whole time i was like this is disney with blood (laughs) and i thought that was the best way to describe this movie it's a disney channel movie oh totally and i mean that in a good way like i don't hate disney channel horror movies from the 90s and 2000s no absolutely not don't look under the bed traumatized me as a child yes halloween town we will live and die by a halloween town it's just very funny to see this be considered more of a serious horror when i would put it more at the level of like those movies lucky charms had originally agreed to allow their serial to appear in the film mark jones the director wanted to kind of be like a tribute but when they saw the final product they decided to retract their agreement they said fuck this that shit's stupid. They had to change the cereal box from Lucky Charms to Lucky Clover. This makes the line change at the end even funnier. When Alex says, fuck you, Lucky Charms, the original line was supposed to be, your luck just ran out. So they purposely changed it to, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I did notice that, like, spoof Lucky Charms. I was actually surprised at how they got Jameson to agree to let them use their labeling. I mean, maybe Jameson was just like, who cares? It's horror. <laughs> if you're drunk, it's good. Drink my stuff. Yeah. Drunk people are probably the ones watching horror anyway. No I mean, offense. they pegged us correctly. <laughs> but that's all i got other things included like jennifer aniston allegedly hating having come out in this even though it was her film debut from what i could read up on it hasn't been explicitly said by jennifer aniston but warwick davis is like no dude she for real like despises this movie and hates that she's known for it but it was her debut in film that's so funny so many actresses have their start in horror and don't hate the production they're in but some hate it and i don't know i don't know where that switch goes off in them where it's like oh i'm a serious actor now and so i trash horror i mean honestly her acting is not the best acting's not great so i wouldn't say that uh leprechaun's the reason (laughs) just saying just saying i also have issues with her playing a teenage girl when she looks 26 at least is she like i don't even know what she is because she's talking about all kinds of things that i don't think a teenage girl's into and she's living with her dad so it's definitely implied that she's like younger but this guy is definitely not a teenager so i don't know i mean that's kind of a thing in movies with the older guy yeah well there, there was that <laughs> i think they spent somewhere like 800 to nine hundred thousand dollars to make it and it made 8.5 million it's made even more with dvd and vhs 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 dvd and vhs sales i think it got like 15 million so this has its cult following yeah there's seven movies and uh, i think a remake reimagining and warwick davis was in six of them so warwick davis is he grip hook from harry potter he is Phileas Flitwick. Oh, he's the professor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he is. Because I was like, his face does look familiar in the movies. But he was in Star Wars. And I think he plays Wicket the Ewok. Anyway, that was all the boring stuff. Wait, did you say they were magically delicious? They facts? were magically. That was great. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you should like start a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a lot of work, honestly. Amen to that. Well, I've been pushing the limit on how long I can avoid doing a speed run. So are you ready to time me? Sure. I've also already seen like the snippet from IMDb. And I'm like, really, dude? Like, he's not even involved in the movie he's like in the first 10 minutes and shows up again later all right enough stalling one two three Go. All right, so we start off seeing a leprechaun in a cave who is talking about his pot of gold, but then we intru- we get introduced to this man, Mr. O'Grady, who talks to his wife and says, like, we're going to get rich. And then he vis- he gets visited by the leprechaun who's like, I want my gold back. And he's like, no, I got it from you. I did it all- I did it the way it was supposed to. I did the rules. And then he, like, attacks him with a four-leaf clover, puts him in a crate, and then he has a heart attack or a stroke, and then gets put away for 10 years. So 10 years later, a family shows up, this girl... Tori and her dad JD and then they get introduced to these three people who paint it's like a kid and then Ozzy and Nathan and they basically are like uh uh trying to figure out like how Tori fits in because she's like I wanted to go to LA but now we're in Arizona New Mexico North Dakota and they find out that there's a leprechaun who is looking for his stuff because the crate gets cracked open into in the basement because Ozzy breaks it. They eat a coin. They're trying to figure out where the gold was. I feel like the time is running out. <laughs> um, damn it. They, the lever kind of texts them, and then they end up trying to figure out how to give it its gold back, and then they kill it. That was pretty bad. That was almost me trying to summarize Blade bad. <laughs> I said it, then they kill it. Then they kill it. 
I did you say just jumped it. to they kill it. They do. I didn't lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did no, I lose? no one's arguing that. Did I lose? You definitely lost. What? <laughs> okay, so I brought back the Jameson. I only brought one because I don't think we both want to take shots of Jameson. No, I've, I don't think I've ever done that. Shots of Jameson? I think I have like once or twice back in college. I mean, yeah, that's whiskey. Yeah, I mean, that's whiskey. All right, now that that mystery settled. Anyway, I lost. We just took some Jameson sips and are ready to hear what the internet says this is about. IMDb says, when Dan O'Grady returns to the US after stealing some Irish leprechaun's pot of gold, he thinks he can settle down and enjoy his newfound wealth. That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. Anyway, out of 4.8, do you have a better one? Sure, it says Dan O'Grady steals 100 gold coins from a leprechaun while on vacation in Ireland. He's not on vacation. His mom's dead. He was there for the funeral. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so they were all fucked up. They weren't even paying attention. No, I watched this movie three times. I would know. I am an expert on this movie now. Do you want to dive into it? Sure. Before we start, Eric and I could not, for the life of us, figure out how to spell leprechaun when we were trying to write down what we were going to cover this month. So we kept saying leprechaun. Leprechaun. We might say that throughout this episode, just saying. That's just what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we just say things wrong on purpose. Because I imagine there's people who like listen to our show and they're like, what the fuck are they saying like that? Learn our fucking talk. That's what our next review is going to say. If there isn't one out there that already says that. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck did you say jalapenos in the last episode? Aren't you Hispanic? No, that's correct. That's how you say jalapenos. All right. We open on a leprechaun that enters a cave laughing and closes the door with magic. It's like green glitter. That's what magic sounds like in my head. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. He looks over a pot of gold happily and says, try as they will and try as they might. Who steals me gold won't live through the night. Bantu, a man showing up to a house in his car. His name is Mr. O'Grady. He gets off the car, chugging a bottle of jameson and finds his wife on the porch she thinks he's crazy because he showed up in a limo he says it's just the start that tomorrow they'll be looking for a mansion that's us yeah that's us house hunting what he's saying is i should go chug a bottle of jameson out in the parking lot right now and i'll be like we're gonna find a mansion tomorrow yeah we're also trying to pay it off with 100 coins the shopkeeper values the gold coins at 500 a coin so how much money would that be for 100 coins 500 Uh, uh, math (laughs) 50,000 that's not a lot of money no it's not but he does say that because of the engravings on it it could be priceless because he doesn't know historically where they're from gotcha but also you have to keep in mind that that's 50,000 in 93 which is still not that much it's 97,000 <laughs> okay a little more but i don't think it'll get you a mansion no at least not the way he was making it seem he had already brought home a limo and he tipped the driver big big tipper she thinks he's crazy and says they have no money for it. The limo driver brings his bags in as he asks Miss O'Grady if his package was delivered by the funeral parlor. She says it did, but doesn't want to touch it. He laughs and tells her they're rich. He goes to the box as she says he was supposed to bury his mother, not have her ashes sent here from Ireland. Whoopsie. He pulls the urn out and she is in shock, asking what he's going to do. He just says that it's not his mother's ashes and smashes the urn, pulling a sack of gold out. I'm imagining Mr. O'Grady grady just going up to his mom's urn and being like uh where do i put this gold in oh mom you won't worry about this pours her ashes out and just puts the bag in there that is so fucked up she's still in shock as he explains he caught a leprechaun and made him show him where his gold was she figures he's just drunk mr o'grady tries to say it's true but she just tells him she'll make him a pot of tea as he gathers his things i thought it was odd they're married and she's referring to him as mr o'grady it's like a old school thing isn't it though people would refer to each other like that it was like formal was it or was it just in shows and movies probably i also want to know if there's a prequel to this because mr o'grady up until he's here seems like he had a pretty big brawl with the leprechaun yeah how did he find him and get him to show him where his gold was and how did mr o'grady like get the jump on him and then struggle as soon as he got home i'm wondering if it was like a years long fight to get the gold from the leprechaun because the leprechaun seems to have known mr o'grady for a while when he jokes about you're not as young as you once were so i'm wondering if this was like years worth maybe his mom was involved so what you're saying is you're writing the prequel to leprechaun leprechaun origins I think there might be already a Leprechaun Origins. Hold on. Oh, there is. There is, yeah, from 2014. Ooh, we should watch that. Watch that after this, see if our predictions are right. Yeah, because I want to see Mr. O'Grady fight off some Leprechauns. Is he one of many? Mr. O'Grady's or Leprechaun? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. O'Grady's the Leprechaun from the comic, so who knows? Mrs. O'Grady in the kitchen is making a pot of tea when she hears a kid crying and then starts singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. It's coming from Mr. O'Grady's bag. Can you imagine being this man's wife and hearing a child's voice come out of a suitcase? I'd be like, what the fuck did you do i mean clearly she's in shock nothing
nothing's even happening yet and she's already on edge i would be too you kidnapped a child but it's also harry potter because the bag is tiny and there's a person in it it's like where madame moody was trapped oh uh, it is well i don't know he's a leprechaun he's pretty small no this bag's like a briefcase it's tiny it's like a flat it's briefcase. magic okay but miss o'grady like doesn't harry know potter. this <laughs> miss o'grady just thinks he's drunk and has kidnapped a child and has a bunch of money for some reason that's not good <laughs> sounds like some mafia type stuff yeah 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 it's not good she puts her head against it to make sure it's coming from there as the child's voice says it needs help or it'll suffocate she backs away and the bag opens revealing the leprechaun he comes out saying he wants his gold and causes her to fall backwards down the stairs killing her in the process i think the leprechaun's vibe is so weird it gives you a sense of happiness and cheer but then his intentions are unclear half the time he comes out and is like hey do you know where my gold is answering this question i don't know if it's gonna get me killed or not killed like if i say oh yeah like don't worry about it bro it's over here well he just be like oh, okay cool thanks bro i'll i'll see you later i'll see myself out yeah but you could tell him like, hey the gold's right there and he's like ah thank you kills you it's like yeah he does with some characters <laughs> it's inconsistent which is what i found hilarious about the shopkeeper's kill because the shopkeeper was literally just giving him his gold he was not putting up a fight <laughs> of any kind and we saw how that turned out for him yeah it's confusing the other one i have a problem with because at least the shopkeeper had gold the cop kill is weird because the cop had no gold he was just being a dick to him yeah like you think the leprechaun only kills people who are bothering him with his gold but he went out of his way to go play and toy with this cop I think he just kills people for fun. I think you want him to be fun, but I didn't get that vibe. I thought the leprechaun was fun. He thought he was cute. He's small. That's not why. <laughs> That's not why you thought he was cute. No, he's just looking for a good time. He just wants his money. I've been there. Were you also pogo sticking on someone's chest to murder them <laughs> no. to get your money back? No, I've never been on a pogo stick. That's the sad part. <laughs> the leprechaun stands at the top of the stairs and just says, oh, no problem. He smells the tea and decides to check it out. Mr. O'Grady shows up and hears Mrs. O'Grady asking where he hid the gold. He approaches the kitchen and finds the leprechaun carrying the tea, talking in her voice. Mr. O'Grady asks how he found him and the leprechaun says they have their magical ways. He asks where Mrs. O'Grady is and he just says, oh, I should have told her to watch her step. That's the tea right there. He's like, mm, Miss O'Grady didn't know how to look around and read the room. Mr. O'Grady runs and says it's his gold. He grabs his gun and a four-leaf clover while the leprechaun drinks the tea and is immediately scared when he sees the clover. He is acting again. I think this is the second episode we have where they treat it like a cross and they're a vampire and they're like backing away <laughs> he tells mr o'grady to put it away and when he shoots the leprechaun gets away mr o'grady keeps saying the rules say if he can find the leprechaun's gold he can keep it it's the rule he follows him into the basement and finds the leprechaun holding mrs o'grady the leprechaun holds her up and in her voice says she's okay mr o'grady is pissed and says he should have killed the leprechaun in ireland the leprechaun gets shot and says he can't be stopped forever because he'll keep coming back mr o'grady puts the leprechaun's body inside a crate nails it shut and puts the four leaf clover on top of it saying it'll keep him in there forever mr o'grady wasn't really thinking that far I mean, I'm sure he was like, not going to be my problem. I'll be gone by then, by the time this thing gets out. The leprechaun wakes up and starts teasing Mr. O'Grady, saying he might get a stroke. He says he curses him for all eternity. He traded his soul for his gold, and Mr. O'Grady will trade his life. Mr. O'Grady tries to light the crate on fire and gets a stroke right as he's lighting the match. The leprechaun just laughs, and we get a zooming out shot of the crate shaking. Now, this made more sense to me, because if Mr. O'Grady had this stroke, he can't deal with the leprechaun anymore but if he didn't i don't know what i would have done to secure that four-leaf clover on top of that crate like submit it in well later mr o'grady plays a role in helping them figure out how to kill a leprechaun and if that were the case and mr o'grady wanted to kill the leprechaun and he's like in order to kill a leprechaun you have to touch a four-leaf clover to the skin of the leprechaun and then kill it why wouldn't he have done it there when the leprechaun was passed out while he was putting it in the crate. That's true. Plot hole. <laughs> Ten years later, we see a red Jeep driving through the country road and we meet Tori, who says she's depressed because she's in New Mexico with her hick father for the whole summer. Her words, not ours. That's an awful way to describe your dad. Well, he's like, hey, what the fuck? And she's like, well, I just meant it like kind of, but no offense. No offense, dad. He corrects her and says they're in North Dakota. She doesn't care because it's not LA. They show up to what used to be the O'Grady's house. She thinks it's a joke and wants him to say it's their poor neighbor's house. Party sucks. Yeah, she's an asshole. <laughs> she's very much a LA snob. She keeps complaining about it, saying there's no pools, no shopping mall. We get another shot of the basement with the crazy still in it the four-leaf clover still on top 
It's pretty decayed, though. It looks sad and gray. I wonder if it loses its power if it's not fresh or something. I think so. When Mr. O'Grady later is like, you need to get a freshly picked four-leaf clover from the clover patch next to the well. I think it has to be fresh. Tori and her dad go into the basement and see it's completely covered in dust and spiderwebs. He says they got a great deal on the house and Tori asks, from who? Dracula? Uh, yeah. Do you have a problem with that, Tori? She does. The dad, JD, asks her if she thinks money is all she needs to get by in life. So this is that thing that before we started recording, I was like, there is a weird undertone of a message here where the Leprechaun's entire bit is, I need my gold and I sold my soul for my gold and I think the story of Leprechauns is that they're like very greedy. It's just a way to be like, let's not forget that this is what the whole point of this story is i think that's what adds to the disney channel vibe of it though there has to be a lesson learned yeah she sees a tarantula and says she's going to find a reservation at the nearest hotel while running out she stumbles upon nathan while on the phone making him drop paint thinner she gives him 20 bucks and he's like she's like fuji go away uh, help don't bother me i also can't get over how big her cell phone is and she calls it my mo- uh what does she call it traveler portable my portable yeah she calls it my portable as her cell phone <laughs> i honestly was surprised that she would have something like this i was born in 92 i didn't see cell phones till i was like 16 you so. mean you didn't have this phone as a one-year-old baby i had this phone as a zero-year-old baby i had it in the womb i was calling like let me out <laughs> i want my gold <laughs> she gives him 20 bucks and he's like you could just say sorry she doesn't and says she's in a hurry to get away from the house he laughs saying he thinks it's fucking funny that women are always scared of spiders that's hilarious nathan it's hilarious you also said this actor looks a lot like evan peters he kind of does and he does hairier and taller and musclier i could not unsee that he's also way too old this is a teenager i honestly believe that tori's character is in her 20s early 20s i don't see someone in their early 20s being like i have to spend the summer with my dad whether she is or isn't this guy still looks way too old i mean no i think they look about the same age really i don't think so when we see her dad i was like she looks about the same age as her dad her dad looks about as old as nathan does i feel like i just can't unsee her as rachel from friends and then there they're in their 20s so i'm like this woman's in her 20s exactly she's not a teenager but she's definitely playing a teenager that's the problem no 20 year old is forced to spend the summer with their dad unless they're mexican she's like look dude it's the 90s okay women are treated equal i have some bad news for you tori it's 2022 and they're still not Anyway, he laughs and says there aren't many guys afraid of houses, and she says she's not scared of anything. He's like, well, girls are always scared of spiders, but I don't really run into a lot of men who are scared of houses. She's like, oh, he's hot. I guess in the middle of this weird interaction where she realizes he's sexist, she's into him? Yeah, she flips very easily, and I'd be like, that's great, I'm still leaving. Yeah, where's the nearest hotel? Fuck off. Take my 20 bucks, get out of here. Her dad comes out with all the bags and says they're leaving. She tries to play it off in front of Nathan, acting like she's not scared. The dad's confused and looks over at Nathan as he brings the bags back in. We meet Ozzy, a grown man, and Alex, a child. Ozzy is talking about a flying saucer as Alex hits him in the face with a slingshot. They're on a truck full of paint buckets so they might work for Nathan. I think the truck they have says three painting guys or three guys that paint. One of them's a child, sir. Yeah. They approach JD, who asks if they need any help fixing the house. Alex answers, due to liability, they can't have anyone but them handling the equipment. Alex is clearly above average in terms of age. He's, he's very mature. Acting like the adult. Yeah. yeah. He's clearly in charge, but he says he could go for a beer, and Ozzy tells him he's too young and should never drink that stuff. Alex just flicks him in the nose, and they just start wrestling. Meanwhile, Tori heads to the basement with some drinks and gets spooked when the tarp falls on her. Nathan was looking for a tarp and didn't know she was there. But we see that the leprechaun has also been woken up. She hopes she didn't ruin what's in the crate because she dropped the drinks onto it. Nathan tells her about Mr. O'Grady's saying he's strange and used to own the place. He says they should open the crate and Tori gets a little bit scared. But they're about to open it with a crowbar when they hear a scream from outside. Ozzy's covered in paint and seems to have fallen off the ladder which Alex was supposed to be watching. He goes inside to wash up when he hears the child singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Ozzy calls out to see who's there and follows the singing to the basement. In a kid's voice, the leprechaun asks to be let out. Ozzy asks how he got in there and brushes dust off the crate aside, knocking the clover off as well. The leprechaun bursts out, knocking Ozzy back. Ozzy watches as the leprechaun eats a cricket and says he hasn't eaten in 10 years. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that what leprechauns eat? No, I think he's just like, well, it's better than nothing. I don't know. Maybe leprechauns do. Because he eats the fake Lucky Charms later on. So I was like, is that what they eat? He does, but he's like, Bleh. remember he's disgusted by it. Uh, Which yes. I wonder also if it was a thing a to dig. be like, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Ozzy asks what he is, and the leprechaun says he's a leprechaun. The leprechaun says he's a leprechaun. <laughs> I know who I am. He says he's a shoemaker by trade. The leprechaun offers to shine Ozzy's shoes, but asks him to tell him where his gold is, or he'll bind his ear off and make a boot out of it. We should do a mini sewed on leprechauns and see if there's like a horror side to it. I had it. so many questions about the lore. Like I was wondering if this movie was following that or not. From fun facts, I could gather that generally leprechauns, I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Generally leprechauns, 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 generally leprechauns are friendly. Okay. I, yeah, I think it's that you have to stay away from their gold for the most part. I mean, yeah. But otherwise they're fine. Okay. I don't know. Because then also the look of the Irish, the movie on Disney, which also has similar vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Same um, movie, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Except without the blood. I remember there was Seamus McTiernan. I remember the exact name because Seamus McTiernan you... to me was like hot. Hot. He could dance like nobody's business. <laughs> you remember when they do that dance off? Yes. That lives in my head rent free. Seamus McTiernan. Even that name lives in my head rent free. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch that. I love that movie so much. And then the guy, his grandpa, who works at the potato factory. You remember that? Making, no. Making chips. <laughs> I don't remember it we need as to watch well as you do. The Luck of the Irish. Ozzy tries to run while the leprechaun uses magic to shut the door, but Ozzy can still open it. The leprechaun is surprised and says he's only gotten away because his powers are weak. His powers don't really, I would say, come back in full force. Closing doors was his only power. It's almost like we get only a glimpse of it because the entirety of the movie, he's only got the 99 coins. But a bitch ain't one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> the look in Eric's eyes is like, I hate you so much for saying that. <laughs> no. I love it. But obviously his power is connected to how many coins he has. I wonder how much it escalates once he has 100. I wonder if it's one of those things that's like, you know, now that I've got 99, I'm at like 80%. But once I get the 100th, it's like that times 10. So he's Mario collecting stars. <laughs> but Yes. <laughs> collecting coins so yeah he's mario not red he's green he's luigi so luigi is surprised and no, <laughs> ozzy runs out saying he saw leprechaun and no one believes him alex ridicules him but ozzy keeps trying to explain nathan says they're gonna check it out and tori follows they all go downstairs to look around they find the broken crate and blame ozzy but he says it was the leprechaun they find nothing and ozzy continues to explain himself they hear a crash and investigate all they find is a rat running around and they're just like whoa look there's your leprechaun dude and he's like no the leprechaun was like way taller than that they all go outside and ozzy points out a rainbow he says leprechauns and rainbows is a sign and they need to see what's at the end alex says he's embarrassed with ozzy but ozzy still runs and says they need to find what's at the end of it alex and ozzy find a truck where the rainbow ends and they investigate the truck finding a gold coin causing them to fight over it alex takes it but the sack of coins appears to him and gives the one coin back to ozzy ozzy says it's probably what the leprechaun was talking about but alex gets pissed and tells him to stop with the leprechaun stuff dude a bag of coins just appeared literally in front of you the fuck magically are you on about talking shit to ozzy about leprechauns not existing it also appeared at the end of fucking rainbow like what also did this rainbow and gold wait till the leprechaun was released to appear randomly to whoever was in the vicinity maybe i don't know how leprechaun magic works yeah because i thought that leprechauns could control rainbows and where their pot of gold ends up but no the entire time he's searching for it and it just appears to these kids. Yeah. How did the gold get there? Because Mr. O'Grady had it in the house. Also, why did they go with a sack of gold instead of a pot of gold? Was that just too much to carry around the entire movie? Yeah. How big do you make the pot? You know, also, if it was a hundred coins, it's not a lot of coins. That's not a lot of coins. No. I mean, you could maybe get a thousand coins. And then you have to get the shot of the leprechaun counting a thousand oh, coins. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex wonders if it's real when Ozzy says you have to bite on it to check. He accidentally swallows it, though, and asks Alex if he can die from swallowing gold. Alex says he'll get the gold checked in town, but they can't tell anyone about it. Ozzy asks why, and Alex says, because adults are weird about money and will just take it away. He turns to Ozzy asking, like, do you know what this means? And Ozzy says, yeah, we're rich and we can buy comics. That's me. Yeah. Alex agrees, and he's like, yes, also that, but we can also have your brain fixed to make you smart. And Ozzy's like, sad by this? Because he's like... I mean, I, th I thought I was pretty smart, which is actually kind of fucked up. So Ozzy's character, just FYI, is what you would say is like an adult with a oh, childlike mentality. Yeah, it seems like he has a learning disability. And the way this movie treats him is odd. It is very 90s, but I didn't get the message that they were trying to... It didn't have to be this. Maybe they were just trying to be like 
groundbreaking where it was like we didn't make the adult the adult we made the kid the adult and have to take care of a childlike adult i, don't I know. thought it was odd when later on alex is the one telling ozzy this that they could get a surgery to fix him which is a it's, messed it's up mentality and then when tori finds out about it she's like you can't have a surgery to do that and alex is like yeah i know that but ozzy doesn't know that no you were the one who put the idea in his head yeah it is like an odd portrayal doesn't mean we shouldn't have characters like this though because they do exist yeah i agree with that i'm just saying the sentiment was odd that he needed to be fixed right alex says it's so he can be really smart so people don't make fun of him ozzy's like people make fun of me and then alex is like yeah but like only behind your back it's cool it's fine so sad shut the fuck up kid stop talking shut the fuck up people mind your own damn business stop being mean ozzy gets all existential though and follows alex back to the house weird sad note to end that conversation on back at the house tori and nathan are painting and hitting on each other i had such an issue with the paint on their body because it was so obvious that someone just took a paintbrush and smacked them with it it's yeah. nowhere on their clothes it's just on their skin right we have painted okay we would know when tori goes to get another can of paint from the truck the leprechaun is under the truck caressing her leg she thinks it's nathan she's into it she's into it until she sees nathan back by the house painting again she freaks out and gets scratched by the leprechaun nathan and jd come to help as she explains she thought it was nathan and he's like "Ooh, you'd let me weird time to do ask this. this question also my dad's here. in front of her dad yeah <laughs> she's like it's not the point and she's right jd said it was probably just a possum but tori says it was definitely a man because she knows what it feels like He's like, you do? (laughs) Again. Awkward. Not the time. Nathan suggests they clean the cuts when they hear a cat meowing in the distance. Tori said it wasn't a cat, but they notice it sounds hurt and go to look for it. JD does one of the dumbest shits I've ever seen. I don't think that if a cat was in a hole or anything was in a hole, I'd be like, here, here, kitty, kitty. Stay my whole ass arm in the hole. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That whole sentence. That whole sentence. Ah. It was just suggestive. But that is what her dad. <laughs> they find a hole in a tree and JD just sticks his arm in to reach for the cat. He gets bit horribly on the hand and screams in pain. He's like, that cat bit me and this bite is not a cat bite. <laughs> it is very human looking, actually. We get a view of the hole and see the leprechaun on the other side. They run back to the truck to go to the hospital. However, the truck won't start and Alex has to go and check the distributor cap. The leprechaun runs into the shed and quickly follows them on a tricycle. I thought this was just like Jigsaw, the way he <laughs> bursts out in this. It looks funny, but it also looks sped up, right? To make it look like, and he's like pedaling real fast. To make it more comical. And I think anytime he runs, it's also sped up. And I think that's really funny because he's basically wearing heels. So it's like sexy running. (laughs) Yeah, I love the way he looks. This entire costume design is really fun. It is terrifying. I will give them that. It is a good creature design. It sounds like Warwick Davis had to sit through three hours of makeup to get this done. It would take 45 minutes to get it off. Good on him. I wouldn't do that. They all show up at the hospital where Nathan just tells Alex and Ozzy to go get a bite to eat while they go take care of JD. They take this opportunity to check out a place called Joe's Collectibles and Coins. The leprechaun laughs outside as they enter the shop. They ask Joe what the coins are worth. Joe says there's historical value and it could be priceless. He offers to keep the coin overnight and study it to let them know for sure. Ozzy tells him not to lose it and asks if he thinks it might come from a leprechaun. Joe just looks at him as Ozzy says, never mind. Alex and Ozzy leave while Joe goes to a book full of different information on coins. He hears a bicycle bell ring and goes to check it out, but finds nothing. Joe goes to put the coin in his safe when the tricycle comes at him. This interaction with the tricycle makes no sense because the guy gets up, looks around and is like, hmm, that's weird. And then just puts it on the side of the place. I'd be like, where the fuck did this tricycle come from? The leprechaun rode it here from the barn. It's not part of the shop. No. So I'd be like, where the fuck is this coming from? So I would investigate further. But now he's like, all right, let me just go continue to put this in the vault. I was doing something. Hold on. He looks around, but goes back to the safe. When he opens it, he finds the leprechaun who bites his leg, asking for his coin. He says it's not nice to steal gold from a leprechaun. He gets a pogo stick from the shop and goes to work killing the shop owner in slow-mo by pogoing him in the chest. The guy's like, oh, oh. Uh, and slow-mo but the leprechaun's having so much fun in regular time this is the most ridiculous kill i think i've ever seen in a horror (laughs) movie even though it's a horror comedy it's still like would that even be possible i mean yeah because he's like jumping on his chest but you know his legs bitten it's not like he's completely trapped there he could still move he could still fight off the leprechaun no yeah watch the scene again and it's the shop owner just rolling around being like oh no please don't do it ah 
It's ridiculous. I love it. It's the best kill in this entire fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. The shop owner dies as the leprechaun notices his shoes are dirty and decides to shine them. I love this aspect of the leprechaun. That he just can't resist shoes. It's so weird. It's so cute to me. <laughs> He's like, oh, just murder somebody. But oh, look, your shoes are your dirty. Your shoes are dirty. Because he goes like, in the, he's like. Again. Real intense. Audio medium. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It looks happy doing it, too. Shining the shoes. Yeah. He takes his coin and says he needs 99 more. When he sees a toy car in the distance and takes it. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's one of those gizmo moments. It is. Where he gets the little Barbie car. I saw that the director, Mark Jones, also took inspiration from Critters, which I think also by default took inspiration from Gremlins. Yeah. So. We can't have Critters without gremlins at the cafe tori and nathan are waiting for alex and ozzy tori is upset that it's her first day there and everything is horrible nathan says the worst is over of course he does it's that classic trope <laughs> in horror movies it's over we still have like an hour movie left it literally hasn't even started nathan we cut to the leprechaun driving past a cop i guess he's speeding because the cop pulls him over and thinks that he's a kid dressed up he tells him isn't it a little late for you to be out and the leprechaun says that he's 600 years old the cop calls him a smart ass and tells him to get out of the car not before kicking the door of a toy car on a passenger he thinks is a child just saying right how old could this child be one and why are you being an asshole to a child of this age like okay let's assume that the leprechaun is maybe what two three feet let's go three benefit of the doubt he's what six yeah, you're going to beat that shit out of a six-year-old for talking how, back to you? Wait, how tall are six-year-olds? I'm over here talking about giant six-year-olds at three feet tall. I think that's actually short. I don't know. My family's all under five feet, so I'm not good. 42 to 51 inches. This is like four feet tall. So how tall are four-year-olds? 40 inches. That's, yeah, about three feet. The internet needs to flag you for searching these questions. <laughs> so four-year-olds are about as tall as the leprechaun is. This cop is kicking the door of a potentially three to four-year-old and saying, oh, you got a fucking smart ass on her hands. Huh? He's ready to beat this three to four year old in the street. Three or four year old probably could not form this coherent a sentence. I'm 600 years old. <laughs> or you could. You've seen those creepy TikToks with the kids who are in the afterlife of their previous life. Oh, yes. Those stories fascinate me. Yeah, where they're like, I used to wear this kind of clothes back in, in the day. my past life. That's I used crazy. to have a family. The fuck? <laughs> I was the father of 16. Can I return this child? Because <laughs> what the fuck? The leprechaun says it's not nice, causing the cop to crotch down to his level. The leprechaun grabs his face with his claw and we cut back to the cafe. Tori continues to talk crap about the town and how all they have is cheap whiskey and warm beer. Cut back to the cop running in the woods, being chased by the leprechaun. The leprechaun says, oh, so you want to play hide and seek? And starts toying with the cop. The cop finds the leprechaun hat on the ground and starts getting teased by the leprechaun by appearing behind different trees the cop just keeps telling him to stop and leave him alone please please just stop please, just stop it leave me alone i don't want to do this anymore the leprechaun runs in the opposite direction making the cop think he's safe he sits by a tree and laughs off that he survived the leprechaun suddenly falls on the cop's shoulders and breaks his neck saying it was fun back at the cafe nathan makes comments about tori being too skinny and offers her some meatloaf she says that she doesn't eat meat or kill living things. Nathan's not impressed with this. He takes her shoe and tells her it's made out of dead cow. Alex and Ozzy show up and say nothing of what they did. Back at the house, the leprechaun searches the whole house for his gold, knocking things out of cabinets. He finds a box of lucky clovers. Lucky charm? Looks exactly the same. Not lucky charms. Not lucky charms. Fuck lucky charms, apparently. And sees the leprechaun in the box. I think it's funny. And he's like, oh, this is like leprechaun food. I love it. Obviously, it's like <laughs> kibble. You have the picture of the dog in front of it, this so it's for the dog. He tries to eat some, though, and he hates it. He, like, spits it out immediately. He's like, Bleh. He finds a mirror and gets scared of his own reflection. He finds a bunch of shoes and starts shining them. I think it's funny. I'm looking for these gold coins, but look at all these dirty shoes. He pulls all of them onto the table and is like, yeah, hold up. Let me take a quick shoe shine break. It's been a stressful day. I wish I was this passionate about my line of work. The group shows back up and they find the house in shambles. Nathan says it could have been a bear, but Tori's like, I'm leaving. She walks out. Comes back in and is like, it's too dark outside. <laughs> yeah, there's so many moments in this movie that are very like, almost like Scooby-Doo-esque with the comedy. and. I think literally later, there's a part where you're like, that's pretty much a shaggy line where... Oh my God, yes. Nathan goes to check the outside out by himself and they're all behind him and she's like, we're like scared. <laughs> we're like really scared. Zwinks. <laughs> 
They're cleaning up the house when they hear a bicycle bell ring. As they slowly approach a doorway, Ozzy pops out saying he found a bell, and Tori and Nathan just look at each other annoyed. In another room, Ozzy asks Alex if he thinks you can kill a leprechaun. Alex goes into full up gangster, gangster mode, and he's like, you turn your gun sideways and you just bust a cap in his temple. This kid might be a serial killer. They hear the bell ring again, and Nathan and Tori come in yelling at Ozzy to stop ringing it, but they realize when they're all looking at each other that the bell that's been sitting on the tabletop is just there by itself untouched. Nathan thinks it's coming from the kitchen, and he goes to check. He goes out by himself. He trips on a barrel and falls into a bear trap. The leprechaun comes out of nowhere laughing at him and says, let's play surgeon as he pulls an axe out and swings at Nathan's leg. Nathan fights back, hitting the leprechaun with the flashlight. The rest run outside and all gang up on the leprechaun, trying to help Nathan, but also beating the shit out of the leprechaun. And it's about fucking time, because everyone in this movie has acted like this character isn't three feet tall. It's the same Chucky argument. <laughs> you just punt them across the room. Leprechaun runs back and takes a bite out of Nathan's leg. Alex runs in to get the shotgun. Ozzy gets on the phone telling the cops a leprechaun is attacking. The cops on the line are just laughing. One of them tells the sheriff. Ozzy called joking about how last week he called about UFOs. No, Bigfoot. The sheriff just laughs it off and is like, you know, Ozzy's a good boy. That's a good one. I haven't heard that one before. Alex brings the gun to Nathan who gets a shot into the leprechaun. He bleeds green blood like Predator. Yep. 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 But then later he bleeds red blood. Inconsistent. Nathan keeps firing into the bush where the leprechaun fell back and they find nothing. Tori asks Ozzy if he called the cops and he says, yeah, but realizing it's Ozzy, she asks if he told them it's a leprechaun. He's like, of course. And they realize the cops are probably not going to come because they think it's crazy. They go inside and try to stop Nathan's bleeding. Tori asks Ozzy to get what they need, but unsure of himself, Ozzy asks if they believe it was a leprechaun. It's kind of sad that Ozzy's literally got physical proof, like this thing bit and beat the shit out of Nathan in front of you. Dressed as a leprechaun. And he's like, do you believe it's a leprechaun now that I've like literally shown you that it exists? And they're like, no, stop with the leprechaun bullshit. You, you fucking stop. Look at it. I'm gonna bring it back just to show you. Yeah. I'd team up with the leprechaun at this point. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Toria says, once they stop the bleeding, they'll take Nathan out to the truck, but Alex questions whether what they shot is dead. Nathan says, of course, I shot it six, six times. times! They take Nathan to the truck and see no signs of the leprechaun. The truck won't start, so Alex has to go check the distributor cap again. Alex gets off and finds the leprechaun under the hood. The leprechaun crashes through the windshield and takes a bite from Ozzy's ear. Tori grabs the cigarette lighter and burns the leprechaun's face. I think it's funny because he, like, grabs it and he's like, ah, but he doesn't remove it from yeah. his face. Leprechaun runs into the garage and sounds like he's welding. He suddenly crashes a small little car out of the barn and rams the truck, causing it to tumble. No way in hell. This no way in hell. He attaches a pitchfork to it as well. Like, that is not enough to tumble a whole truck. <laughs> I wonder if this is where... You haven't seen any of the Fast movies, right? No. There's a movie where they start off with this car that just, like, drives past cars and just launches them because it has a little ramp. Of course it does. The Leprechaun checks the truck and finds no one. They all hid by a fallen tree and run to the house. The leprechaun chases and gets his arm cut off when they slam the door on him. His hand climbs up the door and opens the door for him. Meanwhile, the group waits on guard while Tori uses her cell phone to call the cops. At the station, the sheriff calls the cop from earlier. The cop from earlier answers, saying he'll go check it out. But we see that the leprechaun is using the cop's voice to answer the sheriff. This is the only way that that cop's kill makes sense to me, that no police are coming. So you thought that far ahead? No, I wouldn't give him that much credit. I'm just saying, I guess this is how they found a way to tie it in. That's true. They tend to Ozzy's ear, who's scared the leprechaun is going to make a boot out of it. Tori gets pissed at Ozzy, saying it's not a leprechaun that's bothering them. Ozzy asks, if that's the case, then what about the gold in the old truck? Alex slaps him, but Tori presses Alex to see what he means. Alex repeats they wanted to use it to fix Ozzy's brain. Tori says, you can't, but wants to know about the gold. Damn, I gotta be so mean. <laughs> you can't fix that. Tell okay? me about the money. They decide that if all the leprechaun wants is his gold, then they'll just give it back to him. Alex says the gold is in the water bucket from the well. Nathan tries to stand, but Tori decides she'll go get it. Nathan hands Tori the shotgun, asking her if she's ever used one. She says, nope cocks it perfectly and then goes out <laughs> tori's got some skeletons in her closet she's totally a final girl i mean they're all a final girl okay that bothers me i would say she's not because the stakes aren't high enough that's true she wasn't hurt at all in this the only ones that got hurt were men ozzy and nathan alex didn't even really get hurt his face was gonna get put into a bear trap but, which is bad yeah but tori doesn't actually get oh no 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 false tori gets her leg slashed in the beginning but that's it i get my leg slashed every day by my cat for real 
Your final girl. I guess so. I make it to the end of the day. She goes to the well and starts cranking it to pull the water bucket up. She finds the sack of coins inside as the leprechaun materializes right behind her. I think the materialization is really cool. Did you notice that it's kind of like his skeleton appears first and then his outside? It reminds me of something. Electro. Uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yes, probably that, where the skeleton appears before the body. Yeah, I love Watchmen so much. She hands him the gold and he gets really jolly, saying it looks like his gold, sounds like his gold, smells like his gold, but it's a breakfast cereal. He pours the bag out on the ground while Tori runs back inside. She says they're safe now, that he has the gold and can call for help, so it's over. Outside, the leprechaun counts to 100, but realize he's missing the 100th coin. He thinks he's been tricked, saying no one steals the leprechaun's gold. Inside, they tell Alex to go get ice for Ozzy's ear and decide to boil some water. When Alex opens the fridge, the leprechaun jumps out, attacking him. Nathan pulls the leprechaun off, causing him to burn his hand on the stove. The leprechaun says, we're cooking now, kids. I love all the quips. I thought it was hilarious that he has to get a spatula to pull his... It's really cartoony. It's super cartoony. The leprechaun hides in the cabinets, and every time they try to open one, the leprechaun appears in another. I thought this scene dragged down for way too long. It did. But it's the cartooniness of the leprechaun. It's like these people versus Bugs Bunny. It's like Scooby-Doo, where they're running through the doors with the monsters. Literally later, he's on a skateboard getting missed by the shotgun. At one point, Nathan gets close, and the leprechaun sticks his hand out of the drawer, pinching Nathan's crown. <laughs> he's just like, how big is it? Nathan shoots the drawer, but the leprechaun escapes. And Nathan's like, I've been touched by a man before. I know that. I know the feeling. I know that's a leprechaun. Alex and Ozzy hide behind a couch as Tori and Nathan search around. The leprechaun comes down through the chimney saying, ho, ho, ho. Nathan shoots him at point blank, knocking him out. They poke his body and wonder if he's dead. But Nathan says, yeah, of course he's dead. The leprechaun's like, not a chance and runs away. Nathan and Tori look around and the leprechaun plays tricks on them using a skateboard to go back and forth in a hallway. Nathan shoots but doesn't hit him once. They go back into the kitchen and hear him outside. Nathan gets down and puts an ear to the floor to listen to the basement when the leprechaun bursts out of the floor. I thought this was going to be a moment where Nathan died and the leprechaun was going to shoot right up where he was and grab him. And I'm kind of disappointed that it wasn't because that would make the movie better if she was legit a final girl and the rest of them died. Is that morbid of me? (laughs) No, definitely is lacking on the horror vibe. The only people to actually die in this are the shop owner and the Police. cop none of the actual main characters die no not even jd who was absent the entire rest of the movie <laughs> <laughs> he's busy getting checked for leprechaun rabies leper bees i thought this was like an allusion to evil dead there's some horror call outs in this sounds of the lambs is one we also had the elevator scene yeah from halloween too critters yeah the leprechaun bursts out of the floor he gets shot again by nathan causing him to roll to the basement tori tries using the phone to call the cops but the leprechaun just yells from the other side asking where his gold is she gets angry and rips the phone off the wall however the phone continues to ring and she has to answer it it's the leprechaun asking if she needs a hand his tiny hand pops out of the phone freaking her out and this would be a freddy call out yeah it's full of them ozzy says he knows what he wants it's his last coin but it's in his stomach Alex yells, there's gotta be another way when Ozzy gets the idea to talk to Mr. O'Grady, who would know how to kill it. Nathan says he's at a rest home at the end of town, though. Tori decides she's gonna go see him, and Nathan gets an idea to help her get out to the Jeep. If they had the Jeep the entire fucking time, <laughs> why didn't they jump in it to go to the hospital? She goes by herself. Instead she of being gone like, to the cops. Instead of being like, I'm gonna take Nathan and the rest of the group, take this guy to the hospital, and then I'll deal with it myself. Irresponsible. And then, yeah, go talk to the cops. Also, this film did not need a second location. You could have had all the events take place at this house. This just adds runtime to the movie that did not need to happen. Yeah, there are several points where you're like, okay, this movie's nearing its end. Okay, it's about to end, yeah. No, so, we need to go find Mr. O'Grady. It's like, what? what? <laughs> Why? Isn't he? I thought he was dead up until this point. He's fucking dead. They all go outside as Nathan holds a box full of shoes. Tori gets in the driver's seat and the leprechaun jumps out at her. But before he can do anything, the group starts throwing all kinds of shoes in the distance, causing the leprechaun to get distracted and run after them to shine them. Told you it's real cute. I mean, it's kind of cute. Because she drives off and he's like, oh, fuck, hold on, hold, stop, stop throwing more. And he's like, oh, wait, another one. And he's like, shine on him. And he like turns around. And he's like, oh, wait, some more over here. Ugh. And he's like trying to hurry because he's like seeing the car drive away. And he's like, <laughs> he's like but I got to do my job. I got to do this. Yeah. Tori gets a chance to drive away. 
but not for long as the leprechaun materializes behind her holding the truck wearing roller skates. Super comical. She turns, causing him to crash into a fence because she takes a hard turn. <laughs> this is how I drive. What? She gets to the rest home and finds a sleeping cop at the front desk. Instead of being like, yo, call somebody. She just looks for Mr. O'Grady's room number in a clipboard and continues on. She walks through the place that also seems to have no staff like in Halloween 2 and gets startled by some shadows and every little noise. She finally makes it to his room at the end of the hall and sees the back of his head sitting in a wheelchair. She says right away that the leprechaun is out of the crate. He responds saying no one believed him. And she says, I believe it. Bet you didn't believe Ozzy. I mean, she has to now. He says there's only one way to kill a leprechaun, but he's not going to tell her. He turns and it's the leprechaun with a wig on. <laughs> he chases after her in a wheelchair until she reaches an elevator, causing him to crash into the doors outside. Fun fact, Warwick Davis had a pretty hard time figuring out how to maneuver with the wheelchair. To the point where they had to film Jennifer Aniston running in slow-mo so that they could speed up Warwick Davis's wheelchair maneuvers because they weren't as fast as they would have liked for this type of scene. You could see the editing where they speed it up. Yeah. While she's in the elevator, in that instant, Mr. O'Grady's body falls through the ceiling of the elevator. She says they have to get him down, but he says it's too late. She has to kill it. He says a four-leaf clover has to touch the leprechaun's body, and then you can kill him. It has to be freshly plucked from the clover patch by the well super convenient like oh no, no 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 it's too late it's too late for me but let me tell you this crucial bit of information and then i can die in peace yep She drives back to the house and looks through the clover patch for a four-leaf clover, but the leprechaun appears and yells at her for looking for one. He's like, little girls shouldn't be looking for four-leaf clovers. What the fuck According does that mean? She runs away and sees the cop car not too far away. Didn't she drive in the Jeep? How did she miss this the first time? She gets in the car and finds the cop dead, but the leprechaun catches up and tries attacking her through the window. She uses the cop's baton to stab the leprechaun. Baton? Baton? She uses the cop's baton to stab the leprechaun in the eye. Baton. I said baton. 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 She uses the cop's baton to stab the leprechaun. What? It's like how I couldn't say parlor. Baton. Baton. That's how I say baton. 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 Is that wrong? Is that weird? I don't know. Baton. I don't know anymore. She uses the cop's baton to stab the leprechaun in the eye, which would take a lot of strength. You know, baton is a pretty blunt weapon. But she does some damage. She does. I think she even like breaks a piece off in his eye, right? She completely like destroys it because he then has to pull the eyeball off the dead cop's body and place it in his own yeah sticks it in his own eye socket saying an eye for an eye right as he's good to go and he's like blinking he's like look at my eye he gets shot in the face by nathan with a shotgun <laughs> how many times can you shoot this leprechaun six times she explains what mr o'grady told her about the four-leaf clover they all go to the clover patch and are convinced they'll never find a four-leaf clover alex takes the bear trap from earlier and takes it to the barn to try and trap the leprechaun but the leprechaun just watches him he's muttering to himself the whole time like an angry old man i'm gonna save the day i hope he doesn't come here i gotta do it can't trust these kids to do anything if you want <laughs> something done right you gotta do it yourself he ends up becoming bait tori is ready to give up and ozzy says they can find one if they just believe tori is tired of him living in a fantasy and goes off on him but ozzy says she's lost her faith this scene is weird it's very tinkerbell clap if you believe barney barney <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> barney <laughs> So when I was a kid, there was this movie with Barney in it. And in order to find so. this rainbow egg, you had to believe. And it was a lot like this scene, actually. There was, mm -hmm. They were in a field and they were looking for something. And they were like, if you believe, you'll find the egg. And then they did when they believed because Barney lost faith. Okay. She pulls a handful out of the ground mockingly saying she believes as they realize she's holding a four-leaf clover. Back in the barn, Alex gets attacked by the leprechaun who's putting his head against the bear trap. Ozzy runs up on him. Do you see how he body flips this kid, though? <laughs> how? He, like, grabs his arm, swoops the leg, and pushes him down. It's, like, really impressive, actually. Oh, yeah, he's an MMA fighter, not yeah. even just a shoemaker by trade. He's like... I mean, this kid's taller than him. I'm in the hexagon on my spare time. The hexagon? You told me this last <laughs> time. Yes, you did. Okay. Ozzy runs up on him, saying it's him the leprechaun wants because the coin is in his stomach. The leprechaun runs to get Ozzy, running past Nathan, who's struggling to get the shotgun to work and he's like how's your leg and slashes at it again <laughs> i saw that it was so bitchy <laughs> yeah, yeah. The leprechaun catches up to ozzy and uses his belt buckle to slash ozzy all over you would think that he'd use these belt buckles more often he'd use them as like throwing stars yeah but apparently his claws were good enough until now alex catches up putting the four-leaf clover on a piece of gum and uses his slingshot to shoot the leprechaun with it it goes right in the leprechaun's mouth causing him to fall back against the well and start melting all over. We get some similar gremlins melting and disintegrating vibes. And child's play melting. I think it's funny that 
the leprechaun runs past them in the barn and Tori is just kind of like holding the four leaf clover towards him, but like not actually like placing it on his body. She looks really scared. I would totally do this too. And it's not until Alex is like, give me that. He falls into the well as Ozzy says they did it and that he did a smart thing. Green lights flash and fly up from the well. It's kind of cool. Ozzy and Alex have a bro moment that gets interrupted by the leprechaun coming back up saying he wants his gold. Nathan's like, bitch, what the fuck? I'm done with this. Runs up on him, hits him with the gun, and pours gasoline down the well. He lights the match, runs back to the house as they watch the well explode. The fire rages on, but finally the cops arrive that morning, and we zoom in to the well, hearing the leprechaun say, I'll not rest till I have me gold. Curse this well that me soul shall dwell, till I find me magic that breaks me spell. And that's the end. And that's it. Oh, man. <laughs> Brought to you by Disney Channel. Yeah, seriously. The effects when he comes back up and he's, you know, half deteriorated, again, I think are really good makeup designs. Even the effects, the bites and stuff look pretty good. And I wish we had more of it. Like, I wish we had more kills from this character. For sure. I wonder if the rest get gorier not to say that gore makes a horror but there's no high stakes in this it feels too disney because it doesn't yeah have i need more kills for this to be that kind of like b horror slasher slasher or creature feature like two side characters we don't care about getting killed is like meh, okay yeah i guess we should pay more attention to with like horror comedies i've never thought in a horror comedy to check like how much do people really actually die in that Shaun of the Dead, literally everyone dies. Well, it's a zombie movie. Everyone is And dead. this is a killer leprechaun, okay? Your odds should not be great. I think it'd have been crazier if it was like, okay, Sean O'Grady's dead. His estate has given away the gold coins to everyone in town. And now the leprechaun has to go find his coins from everyone. That would be a cooler movie, I think. But yeah, so what do you think? What do you rate it? Oh, boy. Another final thought before we get to the rating is, does Ozzy ever pass that gold coin? Or does he need surgery to get it out of his stomach? They were acting like, if he passes the coin, he will die. <laughs> <laughs> if you just went to the bathroom, cleaned it up a little bit, and gave it back to him, would your problems be over? Can you give me some coffee? I'll have it to you in a few I'll moments. I'll give it to you in two minutes. <laughs> I remember this movie very differently. I think it was because I saw it when I was younger. So it did seem more gory and like what I imagined a horror movie to be. So rewatching this, it feels like a Disney Channel movie. I think when you said that, it was just like, I couldn't unsee it while we were watching it. I think the best part is the makeup and the effects. I want to give it a five out of 10. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that it being like a Disney Channel style horror is a bad thing because I loved a lot of those. Warwick Davis does an awesome job as Leprechaun. He's the best part of it. Yeah. Kills could have been way better. The campiness is great. I would give it a 5.5. I feel like five is putting it in the middle. And I wouldn't say it's on the worst side of that middle. Yeah. More kills. And I would have given it a higher rating. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what scared Loki about this movie? Yeah. So the Leprechaun uses a lot of voices. It includes a meowing that was disembodied. Never saw a cat, obviously, because it was Leprechaun in a hole. But Loki was like, I know for a fact that ain't my sister. And it won't shut the fuck up. So where is it? And he was not happy about it. Continuing on. It went on for a while. <laughs> It did. Way too long. Do you want to tell us about it, Loki? Ain't nobody can meow in this house, Sep Elvira, and I don't even like her. I don't even like her. That's true. Just kidding. They're okay. They tolerate each other. Yeah. They don't love each other, though. No, but they're fine. It's fine. We're all <laughs> thriving here. But does that pretty much wrap it up for us here? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. As always, we hope you guys had a good time here with us. You can follow us pretty much anywhere at Shaken Not Scared Pod, except Twitter. Twitter is Shaken Scared Pod. You could send us an email at shakennotscaredpod at gmail.com. Support the show on Patreon. You can get early access to episodes or a bonus episode and theme drink idea every month. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow. Check out our drink videos. Be sure to like, rate, review, all that good stuff. And okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.